gentlemen, this episode of the Shoot Brothers Podcast is dedicated to the memory of the late, great Norm MacDonald, Canadian legend, and uh, wrestling fan, maybe. <laughs> but this is a Canadian podcast, Canadian contest, we're always looking out for our Canadian brothers, and we lost a great one today, yesterday, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, what do you think? Would Norm like wrestling? Of course. Who does? I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, professional wrestling is all about storytelling. It's all about crowd entertainment. And I think uh, those are two things that any performer uh, can, can really draw from. Yeah, yeah, you know that professional wrestling. Yeah, 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 you know, two bunch of guys, uh, sweaty, sounds kind of gay, but, uh, you know. Uh, no. Rest in peace, Norm. We are the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron, Thunderstorm, Osborne. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. There was a lot of banging going on. This was a big week in professional wrestling. There was some title changes, some relinquishes, some rebranding. Everything was going on. This was. This was. Uh, that is right, Mike. This. This is. This is going to be one of those weeks that we look back on, in 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 the history books. Not only are we fresh off the heels of All Out, which is still in all of our minds. I texted you the yeah. other day, bros. Bucks got five five and a quarter. Five and a quarter or five and three quarters. I think it was just five and a quarter. Okay. Was it five and three quarters? Remember. Is that what I texted you? It was over I don't five. Think so it was over five, but still not. You know, on that. Uh, that uh, the Bucks uh, Omega page match. That's the six. That's the big six <laughs> right there. But uh, well, what? I uh, it was five point seven five by the it way. It was five seven five. Damn. But uh, you know that's you know I've I've said my piece. Meltzer and his five <laughs> stars. And we don't know. I don't agree with him. I respect him as for his journalism. Uh, but his ratings. I mean, come on, yep. seven stars. You're. It's like Homer Simpson giving nine thumbs up. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, it was a damn good match. The world's buzzing. Uh, we've got tons of stuff to fall out from that. And yep. everything in between. And everything in between. Well, let's kick off the week the way that we always do, which is with crowning a brand new Tweeted League champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week uh, first time champion uh because out of all the excitement that came from all out i mean i th there was something that we forgot i think there was something that we forgot that uh the Pac andrade match was supposed to happen at all out <laughs> like to add to add to the to to everything that it was we were supposed to get a match between two of the greats but we never did nope Match uh, postponed until Rampage, of course. We'll talk about that in a little bit later. But, of course, Andrade takes to Twitter just to let remind everybody that he's still out there and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Andrade. Oh, oh. Andrade, first time Twitter League <laughs> champion. Love seeing it. Love seeing it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Let's get into the wrestling week then, shall we? Uh, because we're 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 the, we're still here on Wednesdays. We're a day displaced from our previous uh, uh, shoot hour, but it doesn't matter because the professional wrestling world just keeps on rocking. So let's get into the week, uh, kicking off with a little bit of AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, 
They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Dynamite, baby. This would be the uh, this would be the fallout from uh, All Out, of course. Brian Danielson, out. Adam Cole, they got to be there. They got some splaining to do, as it were. Did you check <laughs> out uh, the Being the Elite uh, this week? This week on BTE. Ah, uh, you'll have to forgive me. I forgot. Uh. <laughs> oh no, it's it, it, no, 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 no. That's that's all good. Kicks off with like ten minutes of them doing a séance, trying to get Adam Cole back, because of course uh, <laughs> they killed Adam Cole four years ago uh. <laughs> on BTE, which adds a whole new layer to when Kenny Omega said there are they're they're not back there. They're already tired or they're already dead. And then Adam Cole comes back, uh, bringing him back from the dead. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mark of Stunt retained the uh, BT Championship. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. So it's uh, the the BTE title is back in the right hands. Yeah, honestly, as, as soon as soon as Sammy Guevara got off, it was like finally, God, this yeah. defend, can be defended on a weekly basis. Because you don't, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, if you if you got something, you got to fight for it. Let's uh, <laughs> this week's episode of Dynamite kicks off with singles action, huh? We yeah, got, we got Dustin. Well, we got Dustin Rhodes taking on Malachi Black. Yeah. You know, one of the big names there that didn't quite get on the pay-per-view, but uh, yeah, solid match here. Dustin's always reliable ring vet, uh, puts up a pretty good fight. Mm-hmm. Probably the best fight Black has had so far here in AEW. Well, between uh, between, I think it was I think it was Lee Johnson, uh, Brock Anderson, <laughs> and uh, now Dustin Rhodes. Oh, and Cody. Yeah. So he's kind of so I guess is, does that mean he's going through the whole fucking the whole the whole lot of them right the now? The nightmare. Uh, yeah. Why not? Looks like. Well, even uh, during the match, <laughs> at one point he goes under the ring and he pulls out Cody's boot, which somehow traveled to the next town, <laughs> or maybe he just brought it there. It's like a token. So, anyways, he puts that down to mock Dustin, and uh, yeah, eventually there was. A turnbuckle that got exposed, so Dustin gets hit into that. Uh, oh yeah, Malachi hits his finisher, the spinning heel kick. That's all they're calling it for now. The yeah, I still don't kick. have a name, unfortunately. Yeah, and unfortunately, this one was a little sloppy. It just kind of hit Dustin in the shoulder, but he sold it. And anyways, <laughs> that got black. Cause he's a pro. He's a pro. He's pretty tall, that Dustin. Big boy, big boy. And uh, yeah, and like you said, Malachi Black gets the win. Uh, there's got to be another match with Cody coming down the pipeline uh, yeah, I feel like- somewhere. I know they're going to New York, right, at the end of the month. Yeah, so that'll probably be where it happens. That sort of feels like where it could be happening, and uh, like an, an excuse for a bigger show. Are they going to Madison Square Garden, or am I crazy? I think they're doing. Yeah, MSG and Arthur Ashe, but Arthur Ashe holds more people, so they're going to treat it like the bigger show. Cool, it's cool. Like Twenty-one thousand. Jesus. Yeah. I heard someone online call it the bash at the ash, and that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That sounds vaguely sexual, and I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if they should go with it. Coming up next, uh, uh, CM Punk hits the ring. You know what that cult of personality comes up. Everyone starts trying to see him punk. He gets down on his knees at the thing at the beginning of the ramp. We all know what this looks like, folks. It's been three weeks already. Come on. Yeah, but everyone's still having fun. <laughs> uh, still, you 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 know somebody's over, uh, and this is across the board. You know somebody's over when 
nobody speaks when this person's on the microphone. And it happens. It, there's all sorts of people that this does happen to. CM Punk is just the current guy. There's not a there, no like you're not if you're if CM Punk is talking on the mic, you are not like talking at all. You're not looking to the person beside <laughs> you and saying muttering anything. You're not cheering anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're just listening. Uh, and that's what he's here to do, to talk to us. Talks about his big win against Darby. He's thankful to everyone. Uh, he calls out to Linda Pillman in the crowd. Uh, says, you are legitimately an angel. I watched Dark Side of the Ring. and uh, Yeah, I actually watched it as well. And it's true, man. She's a great woman. Helped raise those kids. Brian Pillman Jr. He's got quite a story. If you haven't watched those Dark Side of the Rings, you should give it a check. Well, will do. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so some people might have been like, who's Linda Pillman? Because he just kind of calls her. And she'll come into play later as well. <laughs> so, uh, But anyways, yeah, Punk puts over all the new guys that showed up. Ruby, Cole, Brian. And he asks, what's next for CM Punk? And, you know, there's in Cincinnati, so there's a bunch of chance of Moxley. But then Taz interrupts. He says, yeah, take on my boys. Punk says, all right, send him out. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's his next fuse, Team Taz. Everybody's got to go through Team Taz at one point. Ricky yeah, Stocks. The Baron Corbin of Dynamite. Powerhouse Habs. <laughs> uh, Hobbs, though, is currently listed as the second ranked uh, or second in line to that AEW championship after, uh, after Orange Cassidy, who's the number one contender. So Team Taz maybe making some moves behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, pretty protected they've been overall. Mm -hmm. Still waiting for the in-ring debut of Hook. Hook! Who's quietly getting himself over to the fans. He's, like, become a meme in a way. People just get excited when they see him. It's a cool name. And to think that, you know, and when you're working with your dad, to think that your dad, called, like, named you that, he's like, he's like you know, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, Mrs. Just a... Taz, it's a boy. I'm going to call him Hook. Uh, you know, he was a huge fan of the '90s classic. I was about to say, you know, we know we know Hook will be over if, uh, uh, you know, when he go like he goes up for his finisher move and the whole crowd's chanting Rufio, Rufio. That's how <laughs> uh, we know. That's like a double layer of uh, getting over. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, backstage, Tony Schiavone interviews Ruby. Britt Baker interrupts her, so they just insult each other and. Baker tells Ruby to run away to catering where she spent the last four years. Ooh. <laughs> she's good at it. she's good it's at like those. A, she's good at those. Yeah. It's like a universal thing in wrestling. If if you're not, you're in catering. It's like a diss. Yeah. No matter which company you're in. Because the catering, you're you want to be on the car. You're just sitting there eating. Yeah. Although I've heard the spread is fantastic. I'm sure the spread backstage at Monday Night Raw <laughs> is healthy. It's flavorful. Probably lots of meats, you know. You gotta get that protein. Oh, I bet they have like a smoothie. Ma they, have, they have a they have a guy just <laughs> making smoothies. Like, what kind of smoothie do you want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get the man we just mentioned, number two ranking, Powerhouse Hobbs, taking on Dante Martin, who, uh, yeah, you know, a bit of size disadvantage for him, but he's high flying, goes for a suicide dive. Suicide dive, <laughs> but Hobbs just catches him midair with his feet hanging on the rope still, and he just slams him into the ring post. Cool little spot. From there, Hobbs just dominates, hits his uh, massive spine buster, gets the win. Yeah, like you said, dominates, and uh, quickly get it ranking up those wins, probably on dark or dark elevation, and uh, you know, just like that. 
you know, you can end up in a position where, oh no, um, Kenny Omega hasn't faced a, a, a big boy yet. Yeah. You know, the, the likes of the Hobbs or, you know, a Brian Cage type of size, uh, who knows? Maybe Kenny Omega's next, uh, mountain to climb is a, a literal mountain to climb, but just a beefy mountain. <laughs> Could be. I don't know how they'd, uh, I mean, they could obviously do it, but uh, the heel versus heel. Yeah. Heel versus heel dynamic. They haven't really done that much either in Kenny's title reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get another promo from Dan Lambert, American top team, but I don't really care about this guy at all. Yeah, me neither. I don't get it. I, I... Yeah. Like he's Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are with him, but the crowd's just shaming. And I think it's and I think it's like to me and like we've said before, like if 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 your faction is based on just you're rich and get shit done, (laughs) I I need a little bit more than rich and get shit done. Yeah, one of the few things on AEW that just has nothing going. Hey, nothing can be perfect. (laughs) Nothing exactly. Uh, MJF comes out crowds chanting you tapped out so he cuts a pissed off promo on jericho mentioning he already beat him three times and he beat him a fourth at all out until the damn ref restarted the match with extreme bias uh then he starts insulting the city calls it shit sanati uh starts calling everything mid i don't know that's a new is that what the kids are calling things okay these days? I, Diss and stuff? I should i should uh look check that on uh urban dictionary i've never heard of that before <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but then he focuses once again on Linda Pillman. Says, don't make eye contact at me, honey, or I'll knock your teeth down your throat. So that's some extreme heat here. Uh, <laughs> and then he focuses focuses on Brian Pillman's daughter and says, I'm looking at you, 16 and pregnant. <laughs> your daddy, the father of that child. Oh, sorry, Roseanne. Uh, then he just jumps down, gets right in their face. It's like, you got something to say to me, preggers? Um uh, she pipes in, says, I'm Brian Pillman's daughter. I'll have you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Brian Pillman Jr. finally comes out. He's had it. Finally he comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His family is being dragged through the mud. Uh, he's sticking up for them and the city of Cincinnati. He's a local boy. So MJF says, okay, you want to go on the mic? It's a real shame. Your drug-addicted mother, Methany. And that's the final straw. Pillman storms the ring. MJF's like, whoa, Melanie. I met Melanie. Wardlow holds him back. MJF's just like, whoa, Wardlow, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, are you going to try and help me like you did this past Sunday? So he's turning on him a bit more, too. and Tells him to stand in the corner, look pretty. So finally, Pillman starts swinging on MJF, beats the shit out of him. Wardlow pulls him off. Griff Garrison comes out to save him. MJF puts on the ring, punches Griff, walks off. But uh, damn, <laughs> yeah, what a segment, what a heel. Yeah, MJF yeah, has what, no boundaries. Yeah, no, no <laughs> boundaries or anything. And uh, what better way, you know, if if uh, to start an MJF Brian Pillman Jr. feud than just having him shit on him in his hometown? <laughs> yeah, and I coincidentally I just watched the episode like a week ago, even though it's been out for months. The Pillman Dark Side. So this is all very relevant. Uh, <laughs> all the everything MJF said was true. So wow, hits deep. Hits deep. Um, Maybe t- uh, yeah. I think think Tony Khan's gonna, you know, send an email or uh, you know, or do you think TNT is gonna be? Uh, <laughs> do you think Tony Khan got an email from TNT in the morning, being like, "Hey, sixteen mm, and pregnant, nah. really?" <laughs> <laughs> I think they're fine. 
I think he he walked the line, but he didn't cross it. Good. Yeah. One thing that MJF <laughs> is really good at, he's really good at insulting you without using, like 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 insulting you on TV. Like he's got a, yeah. he's got quite a lexicon for him to not actually say something that wouldn't be allowed on television. Yeah. Like the worst he said was methany, which is. Which is really yeah. just, if anything, it's a, it's a, it's what's a, a, a clumsy portmanteau. If any, if nothing, <laughs> you know, I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it is a bit of an art, you know. He does rarely has to use any swear words or anything like that. Amen. But uh, fun segment. <laughs> Let's move on to the women's action because we got the singles debut here of Ruby Soho taking on Jamie Hayter. And the crowd's just super into Ruby, chanting for her right off the bat. And yeah, good match. Uh, good back and forth stuff here. Um, one little awkward spot when there was like an attempted poison Rana, but just, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't, turn didn't out. quite work. That, that's a tough <laughs> maneuver. Yeah, you know, uh, not too perfect, but Ruby recovers and she hits that right kick to get the win. Still not sure what they're calling it, but... Uh, yeah, Ruby wins. Afterwards, Baker attacks her. Rio Riho comes out, tries to help, but she's outnumbered. So Statlander comes out, and they finally have enough to chase the heels away. Nice to see Riho uh, maybe just kind of sticking around for the week after uh, All Out. You know, make it make make her time worthwhile. I feel like she, she probably doesn't live in the states, right? We don't see her ever. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I would love to see more of her. She's one of the top talents. The fan, the, the fans love her too. Fans love That's her. That's what yeah, they it is. Pop when she comes out. Uh, after that, we had Sean Spears and FTR taking on Dark Order. Just a nice six-man tag here. Uh, yeah, you know, Dark Order. The crowd—they're still as over as ever with them, but they're having problems amongst each other and. All these miscommunications allow Spears to hit the C4, get the win, and afterwards, Evil Uno's pissed off, gets in the face of Silver, Silver shoves Uno down, so Stu attacks Silver, Five attacks Stu, it's a civil war here, mm -hmm. uh, just chaos. Well, yeah, uh, last week I was checking out Dark, uh, as I do, and uh, there was a Dark Order v. Dark Order, like, versus Dark Order six-man tag. Oh, yeah, so they, were, they were fighting each other. They were fight. They were literally fighting each other. I think Alan Angels is uh, having some. He, he's tired of being treated like the like kind of like the runt of the litter. So he's kind of been fighting so back a little bit. Is is he uh, is he Spider Man? And then Evil Uno's Captain America. Or? Uh, that's a good <laughs> question. That's a good question. Well, I think Evil Uno was number two, right? <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, is, is this just because they lack leadership without the likes of Hangman Page? Or a, do they need a true new leader to replace them? Uh, um, uh, I'm a formerly released, uh, former fiend kind of guy. Exactly. So, kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? Eric yeah, Rowan. We can we get Eric Rowan back? Uh, Redbeard. What happened to Red, Redbeard? What happened to Eric Redbeard? <laughs> I thought he was going to come back I mean, and uh, join this ragtag group of kids, but it never happened. Oh well. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, then we get Tony back in the ring to introduce the elite, but then of course Don Callis rudely takes the mic away and just starts putting over his boys and uh, 
brings out their newest member, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, he just gets, right away, gets in Tony's face for being too close to Brit. Um, yeah, a little jealousy there. A little there. jealousy there, huh? Yeah. Calls him a nerd, tells him to get out of the ring. Wow. Uh, then he just goes, yeah, I'm new to AEW. I've been elite a long time, though, and puts overall, you know, himself, his boys, everyone in the ring, uh, except for the Good Brothers. He didn't say anything about them. But. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> and he being, lets us know being next week. tanned is not a personality, dude. That's right. Tanned and greased and oiled. We uh, we get it. We get it. You have a long <laughs> goatee that's braided. Let's let's. That's not that's not a defining trait. No. But next week we'll see his in-ring debut. Frank uh, uh, Frankie Kazarian. The Elite Hunter. The Elite Hunter. On, as he's known. Hello. His success rate is questionable. Yeah. What's his actual? Because uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Randy. I feel like Randman has that legend killer thing. And yeah, yeah he he's beat, he's kind of gone through a couple guys, but uh, maybe Brandon Cutler he could be, you know, like the lower end. <laughs> yeah, Michael Nakazawa, Nakazawa and Cutler, take those guys out, yeah. and then maybe uh, Gallows, <laughs> Ben Anderson. Yeah, maybe. Now we'll start talking. <laughs> so, anyways, Brian comes out. Mr. Danielson, Kenny invites him into the ring. So he does. Uh, Kenny starts talking, but Brian just snatches the mic right from his hands. Ask the crowd if they want to see him fight Kenny Omega. And of course they chant, yes, yes, yes. But Kenny's afraid. Uh, says he's not on his level. Kenny takes a swing. Brian counters it right into the label lock. But instantly the elite jump on him. So Jurassic Express come out to help Brian. Big brawl. Baby faces stand tall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the first this this is the first time in a long time, nearly months and months and months that the baby faces actually feel like <laughs> we're getting some momentum on the elite. <laughs> Finally, you know, yeah. we kind of we uh we 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 took the tag belts off of uh off the Bucks, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. God damn it. Brian Danielson, he's going <laughs> to he's got that uh Verse Omega, which is the dream match, which is we all know that's the absolute fucking no-brainer match that yeah. we can get right brian danielson already a five-star match it's already a five-star brian danielson <laughs> kenny omega at this madison square garden show that's the absolute best possible option right i yeah i mean if they're gonna that's pretty soon but if they're gonna do it that's it's gonna pretty be soon that is a good point um hmm. i mean full gear is november so they could extend it to there but yeah, I don't know. Either way, Brian made it clear he wants that title, and you know maybe he'll have to rack up a couple wins, climb the rankings a little bit. But uh, yeah, sooner than later he's gonna get a shot. Because I think Kenny Omega's only uh, you know he he's now the longest holding of that AEW championship. But uh, do we think he can make it to the one year? You got yes, make it to December if he can make it through full gear. Yeah, if he makes it full, full through full gear, I'd say definitely. Uh, but it all depends on who his opponent is. Wow. I mean, Hangman Page does he come back for full gear? Or do they save it? I don't know. Yeah, when 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 does that happen? Yeah. But uh, before all that can happen, we've got a main event to get to here. A uh, special guest. He surprised everyone at All Out. We got Minoru Suzuki taking on hometown hero John Moxley. Uh, yeah, there was a big controversy online 
because, uh, you know, this was the last match of the show and Dynamite was pretty packed, so we're running low on time. And during Suzuki's entrance, they cut off the music before they could get to the big part that everyone wanted to sing, uh, like they did at the pay-per-view. So a lot of people online were heated about that. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Just, I didn't. I they, don't know the song they, well they enough to be offended. X amount of time, people. What are we supposed to do yeah. here? No, they, it was funny. People online started leaning into it, and CM Punk was like, "The first thing I cut saying next Wednesday is, how could you let this happen to Suzuki?" <laughs> Anyways, doesn't matter. Right off the bat, the crowd's chanting, "This is awesome!" They're chanting for Moxley, and yeah, just quick paced, hard hitting. Uh, they're resorting to biting each other at one point. Uh, Suzuki got busted open. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He was bleeding pretty good, like around the eye there. Uh, yeah, what, what's with the biting yeah. thing? Moxley, <laughs> Moxley does this often. Eh? Have you noticed this? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was like okay. in the 80s, heels would do it a lot. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a very commonplace thing. and uh, Yeah, whatever. Uh, eventually, uh, Moxley... You know, they go back and forth. Suzuki kicks out after a big lariat at one. He won't stay down. He's got blood dripping on his face. But eventually Mox hits him with a pair of two paradigm shifts to get the win. To get the big win on the Hopetown soil. You know it's going to happen in the hard hitting. But yes, maybe a little bit shorter than would have liked matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall, yeah, everyone had fun. Yeah, it's great to see on uh, great to see on television though too. You know, just in the middle of a, you know, in the middle of your work week, you don't need a, you don't need the, to buy the pay per view to go check out some New Japan stars. You can just watch TV and it'll happen. That's right. The relationship is there. Uh, I think we're going to see bigger and bigger names come over. Amen. 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 That was fantastic. That was another week of this week's Dynamite. Let's roll on. Uh, let's roll on through. Let's roll on through, uh, move over to Friday night where we, uh, hop over brands for a second. Get all of this, you know, because there's more to life than hype about Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, Ruby Soho. There's hypes of the likes of Brock Lesnar. We have Becky Lynch. There's only one show we can be talking about. That is SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday. Then, uh, I think it was on Friday before, though? No, no, wait, they used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Uh, Becky Lynch is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Did you know that? Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big news. Big now, news. Right? <laughs> uh, that is correct. Um, of course, uh, show kicked off. This was the eve of September 11th, so we have to celebrate September 11th eve. Of course. Uh, <laughs> followed by the arrival of Paul Heyman, uh, the SmackDown tag champions, the Usos, and of course, our Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Uh, yes. run, uh, I run New York City. Oh, yeah, we're at Madison That's Square right. Garden. We were tonight. in, yeah. We were at yeah, Madison Square Garden. That was of... big, uh, yeah, big thing. He's all we are about. in the city of the anniversary uh, MSG. Yeah, he's NYC. like, I run New York City. I run this venue. Acknowledge me. You know what You know what he does. And he was actually Roman. He was actually getting the most positive reaction he has during this run. A lot of people just finally like, met. They, they like, were acknowledging him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the MSG, New York's a hardcore, smart crowd. So I think, uh, yeah, you're going to get... You're going to get fans that appreciate him. 
<laughs> uh, but then, yeah. But then the Beast music hits, and out comes the great Canadian mountain man, Brock Lesnar, just looking like a scariest lumberjack you ever met. Uh, he's got, yeah, looked like a lumberjack to me. He had the fucking plaid little vest on. <laughs> yeah, I watched a video <laughs> of Brock Lesnar just cutting up meat. Uh, have you seen this video circling around the internet? Uh, no, no but he, he probably he, hunted, skinned, and cut it all. Himself. No, no, he just he went to a butcher, like a like a larger scale kind of you know butcher, and oh, just and he with, starts like serving people. No, no, just with like they took him you know back to where all the meat is cut, and it's just you know these kind of skinned and kind of filleted or whatever cows, you know, beef hanging up on the thing, and then the guy's like, hey, you want to cut this way to go along with this, and then <laughs> Brock Lesnar, you know, fucking gets his hands in the meat and stuff. Uh, yeah, I watched it. It was like twenty minutes. Totally oh, worth it. I think I did see. I think I did see a video though where they put him like at a restaurant once or like a subway, and he was just like serving people. Uh, yeah, I saw a video of him of one time when he was like a parking attendant, and then he yeah, would be like, "Sir, like can you <laughs> please stop your car?" And they'd be like, "Oh my god, what the fuck's yeah. going on? Like, why is this massive person <laughs> want to see my car?" Well, he's here. Brock Lesnar gets in the ring face to face with Roman, so the Usos step between them, and then Heyman steps in. Tries to talk to Brock, but Lesnar just grabs the mic, says, I got a question for you, Paul. Why didn't you tell Roman I was going to be at SummerSlam? So then a big, ooh. <laughs> the crowd chanted, you fucked up so loudly that they had to mute the audio on the television, at least on my feed, for like 30 seconds. Yeah, I, I, got, I got it, too. I got it, too. Chris, <laughs> crowd was Kevin, too rowdy. Kevin Dunn was quick on that one. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, big bomb drop there. Roman's just staring daggers at Paul. Uh, then he just goes and he snatches the Universal title right from Heyman's hands. And then him and the Usos leave Brock and Heyman alone in the ring. So Paul then picks up the mic and goes into his classic, ladies and gentlemen, shtick. He's hyping up, uh, hyping up Lesnar. And uh, Brock's like, ha, 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 that was great. Just like old time, Paul. Now, before Roman fires you, accept my challenge for Roman's title. You have five seconds. Heyman hesitates, so Brock picks him up for the F5, but then Roman appears and Superman punches him. Uh, but then Brock's able to pick up Roman uh, for the F5, but then Uso super kick him, so then Lesnar just beats the shit out of the Usos and Roman walks away unscathed. Wow. This was one of the <laughs> best TV segments I think SmackDown or Raw has had in a fucking year. The, yeah, the was, crowd uh, was so red hot for Brock Lesnar. And, you know, yeah, and, and Heyman was doing this thing of hedging his little slimy bets. <laughs> uh, it's always nice when Brock actually speaks for himself. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't do it as much. Heel 101 is have somebody talk for you. Babyface 101 yeah. is do your own talking. And uh, this is exactly that. We, we never see Brock talk because he's always being managed by uh by paul Heyman, you know uh this is huge this is huge and the usos get beat up now but they do have a smackdown tag title match against the street profits later on in the evening that's right that Could is be a disadvantage there that is and uh yeah <gasps> so jesus jesus <laughs> jesus speaking of a man that looks like a Big muscular Jesus. Uh, we had Rick Boogs up next, teaming with Shinsuke Nakamura, Dominic, Biggie, Rey Mysterio, taking on Apollo Crews, 
Robert Rude, Ziggler, Otis and Sammy, just a big wow. everything. Wow, what is that? Tag. Ten man tag? Yeah. Hell yeah, uh, brother. <laughs> you had Sammy Zayn coming out wearing a New York Knicks jersey, just pandering to the crowd. Uh, but then he brings out his special guest from the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young. And uh, yeah, crowd was giving him, giving him some uh, the business, and you know he sold it well. He was coming out, he was mean mugging, he was doing the facial expressions. He played the heel well. And of course, as uh, you know, uh, uh, the last year the shootie was added for best celebrity appearance. <laughs> and as soon as I saw Trey Young come out, I'm thinking to myself, okay, okay, Young Gun, put yourself in contention. Show me what you can do. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so anyways, 10-man affair, just bodies everywhere. At one point, Trey Young does get involved. He jumps up, starts choking Mysterio on the ropes. But the ref catches him, says, get the hell out of here, ejects him from ringside to a huge roar from the crowd. <laughs> and then back in the ring, the Mysterios hit a double 619 on Sammy. Big E hits the big ending to get the win. Uh, then after Big E just cuts a nice promo saying, Mr. Money in the Bank, if you the champ, you better watch out. Uh, you'll feel the power. Yeah, I, I think what made this match more than anything was the hot crowd. We're kind of like two mat two two segments in a row now. Mass Square Garden is going to be a big deal. It's just good thing the crowd just pops for kind of everything. And yeah. to bring the dude who cooked your basketball team in the playoffs in <laughs> oh my lord mike's best celebrity appearance is more than just uh a little comment on a microphone or a facial expression no it, that he, oh, you want to talk heel 101 beat there's down a, their ass in a fucking playoff series and then show up four months <laughs> later like it never happened hell yeah trey young uh you just he just he just punched his ballot to the nomination uh, to a shooty, I gotta say, he, he climbed up the. Uh, he's on the ballot. He, he's on the ballot. On the ballot, gotta say. <laughs> we've got, uh, yeah, we've got some good competition. There are, there always is good competition. There always is. You know, whether fellow basketball uh, alum Shaquille O'Neal or mm -hmm. uh, performance artist Bad Bunny, we've got a lot. I don't know if you saw um, <laughs> uh, Giannis showed up on an episode of Rampage uh, two of weeks course. back. Oh, he got a bigger pop than CM Punk did. I swear. I swear, he came out like kind of at the end of the show or whatever. Like Tony Khan introduced him, he went to the ring, you know, stood up. Oh, it, huge yeah. pop, huge pop. That's funny. <laughs> oh well, after this, we have Adam Pierce, Sonya Deville in the ring for this contract signing between Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. So Belair comes out first. Tons of EST chants. She cuts a nice promo. Uh, Bianca says she was she used to respect Becky for being the type to never run from a fight, but. That's all changed, and uh, she knows if we go toe-to-toe -to -toe for real, she's going to be in trouble. So, at Extreme Rules, she can win back some of my respect while I win back my championship. And that's when Becky Lynch comes out to a huge ovation, almost as big as the coat she was wearing. <laughs> uh, just this massive red coat. Uh, I don't think it was made of fur, but just very gaudy and great. Uh, and it's huge sunglasses as well, massive shades. Just trying to look like an asshole, but the crowd's still cheering for her. Uh, so she comes in, sits down at the table, says the original WrestleMania, event, WrestleMania main eventer has arrived. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I saw the look on your face when I came out at SummerSlam. And 
You can either be a fan or you can be the man. Ain't no shame in buying a ticket and sitting there with the regular people. Uh, and then Becky just says, you know what? What if I don't sign this contract? Bel Air just like, girl, sign the damn contract. And everybody wants it. The crowd starts chanting, sign it. And Becky asks the crowd, she's like, what, really? I was sitting at home listening to you people chant, we want Becky. And I came back last minute notice, saved all your asses. And this is how you treat me? So Becky's really turned the crowd. She's brilliant work here. She's got the crowd booing her. Uh, dare I say best woman on the mic in the business. Mm. Up there. Dare you? Uh, I dare, because she goes on. She says, I left my baby girl at home for you people. And you're favoring a flash in the pan over me? Crowd just chants EST. Becky says, fine. If you can't join them, beat them. I'll give you your match, but it's going to end the same way. Becky signs the contract, chucks it at Bianca. But then she just catches it perfectly. She's such an astounding athlete. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought that was a damn good promo from Becky. Really turned the crowd on her. Yeah, well, I mean, That's this this feels like heel. Uh, this feels like heel Becky Lynch, right? The big coat, the big sunglasses. Nobody <laughs> humble would wear a coat like that. <laughs> that's just yeah. that's just one on one. It was awesome. I loved it, and the crowd loves both these women, and they're cheering for Bel Air like they want to. And yeah, it's gonna be. A it was just fun. a hot crowd all night. Yeah, all night. But uh, the work here was good as well, and uh, we weren't done because. Hot crowd deserves a hot match, and they're going to get Seth Rollins versus Edge Part 2. Uh, Edge wearing some cool Bret Hart-inspired gear. It's a little black and pink. Well, a little black and pink. He's in the, he's in the family, <laughs> you know, kind of. Yeah, a, Canadian a, a, family. Adjacent, he's adjacent <laughs> to the family. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking uh, more. So Beth, I, I was thinking more Beth Phoenix and Natty. You know, he's the guy. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess both. I guess I. It was a dumb thing to say, but you know. <laughs> Either way. Uh, <laughs> Either way, it was a dumb thing to say. Yeah, but uh, like you said earlier, which wasn't dumb. The crowd here was just hot all night, and this match was just competitive. Uh, I think. I think I like this one even better than their pay per view match. Um, I, th I think there were you know, there were two commercial breaks during this. Two commercial breaks. Like that's breaks, how long uh, this was. <laughs> yeah, you may or may not have picture in picture, uh, but the, you know they were taking each other's moves. Rollins was hitting a glam slam on Edge, and uh, Edge hits a perfect pedigree onto Rollins. So a bunch of near falls here. Uh, they go back and forth. Rollins goes for a supercharged curb stomp, but Edge hits him with a spear. Rollins kicks out of that. So uh, they they tussle into the corner where the ref is, and while the ref's vision is obstructed, Seth kicks Edge right in the balls, and then Rollin just starts kicking him with a bunch of heavy blows to the head, but Edge won't stay down, and uh, Seth is just like, why won't you die? But he's just kicking him over and over in the head, and finally hits a big curb stomp, gets the three count. Uh, but the damage to Edge, the, he has to get taken on out of stretcher to sell this beating. Wow. To that. The, the the attacks to the head and neck. Yeah, that that surgically fused spine of his. Uh, but no, this I thought this was a damn good match. One of the best, one of the best television matches I've seen this year. Maybe certainly, certainly, yeah. And it's been great. Uh, these past few encounters these guys have had, uh, it's great. And I guess uh, Extreme Rules is the next thing. <laughs> Uh, maybe. I mean, like I said, I think I liked this better than their first match, so if they keep 
up in the ante part three the finale do it one more time uh yeah who knows well, of course, Extreme Extreme Rules is three, two weeks away on the 26th. So, of course, we have half the card booked. Neither one of these guys are on the card, so we will see. Yeah. I mean, you need something extreme on the show. So, so far, the, so far there is or... nothing extreme on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that was it. Uh, that was that match. But we still have one more match. The main event of the episode for the Tag Team Championships. The Usos defending against the Street Profits here. Uh, yeah, you know, these are two of your top teams, so you get a pretty good match going on, uh, in the middle of it, Reigns and Heyman come out to watch, and, uh, Montez just goes on a roll, he was flipping all over the place, uh, him and Dawkins hit a super blockbuster, gets a big near fall, and then, yeah, eventually they, uh, Ford hits the, from the heavens frog splash, does the 180, makes the cover, they've got this match won. But at the last second, that damn Roman Reigns slides in, breaks up the pin, causing the DQ. And then just puts Fords in the guillotine, locks, uh, knocks him out, cuts a promo on Lesnar after that. Uh, yeah, talks about Lesnar and says, I'm going to smash Lesnar as soon as I'm done with Finn Balor. And then right on cue, the lights go out. We get the big red cloud of lightning, the heartbeat, and up from the floor, out of the smoke. Rises the demon Finn Balor for the first time ever on SmackDown Live. And he just gets in the ring, stares down Roman to end the show. And that'll probably be, is that'll be Extreme Rules? Question mark. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're throwing the demon out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a demon, then Lesnar. Uh, but, I mean, does that mean the demon has to lose? It feels like it. It feels like Finn has to lose just because, you know, I mean, so what? We've taken out Edge, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Cesaro, one of the Usos. <laughs> Beat it, beating the Demon is only going to bolster your resume, right? Does he need it? Maybe not, definitely. But uh, his star his star is just going to shine brighter. And uh, but, the the excitement I mean of the, the Demon Finn Balor. Hey, why not? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it does. It adds enough intrigue to think. Oh, maybe you never know. Demon could do it. Finn Balor himself came close to winning. So, with the power of the demon, maybe. Well, I mean, he literally did win that one time. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was it. That was it for overall a pretty great episode of SmackDown. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think I think the crowd was a big part of why this. Uh, I mean, it, it, every everything just landed. Every hit landed. Yeah. Every segment landed. There was nothing shitty. No Baron Corbin. It was just all in all. Why there were three matches on, on in <clears throat> two hours? Uh, yeah. Why the hell not? Uh, right? Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, like you mentioned to me uh, off air, it was uh, there was supposed to be a Zelina Vega match scheduled as, you know, she got all excited. There was a tribute or her father died from 9-11. So she got special gear made and all that. But it didn't make the cut. Uh, but honestly, I don't even know where it would have fit in on this show. So no. it sucks for her. I mean, maybe that 10-man tag didn't need to Cut happen. some time. Well, it was supposed to be a tag match. It was supposed to be Mella... Yeah, I honestly didn't even know or remember that it even got announced until... However, though, this is two <laughs> weeks straight of no women's matches on SmackDown. 
and yeah. and the women's tag champions are SmackDown performers. That's that's all. That's all I was getting. At. That's all I was getting at. I think, and Naomi's still looking around like, "Hey, I'm here." And nobody remembers who Naomi is. <laughs> yeah, Sony is like, "Who? Who are you?" Oh, yeah, you work for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was that. That was SmackDown. That was SmackDown. Well, let's uh, let's bang this last Friday show out because it's only an hour long. Yeah, flies right by. It honestly flies right by. I've loved every single episode of them. Uh, so let's talk about AW Rampage. 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 Where the time has come, uh, the uh, the uh, travel issues that Pac had are no longer in effect. Ric Flair yeah. is backstage in attendance. I was checking <laughs> out the gram. Uh, we have Pac and Andrade El Idolo um, in their highly anticipated match here on Rampage. No time. Yeah, we didn't waste you know. any time with any of the entrances bullshit either. The show started, yeah. they were in the ring, and Justin Roberts was like, hey, here we go. Fantastic. Yeah, and you know, I think it's it's a good idea putting your big match on first so you're not running short for time at the end of the show. You can let these guys have their yeah, why 15, not? 20 and, and minutes. And you don't need whatever. the entrances. Just have them open it up. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, this is actually Andrade's only his second match in AEW, despite being here like three months now. Yeah, he had but. this one, and the first one was against... Couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a bit of something to prove here, and uh, I think he did a good job. You know, it's always a seat. Always good to see Pac, but Andrade here had uh, one of the best performances he's had in a while. Um, and, you know, I've said it before. I've said it on many shows. They need to do something. About these damn guardrails. Uh, <laughs> because during the match, Andrade gets thrown into the rail and it just goes flying back, nails some little kids, and you can even see Andrade stop for a second. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Checking on really? the Really? Oh, I missed and, that. That's so funny. Yeah, he like he like looks, he's like, I'm sorry. And then you see the dad like grab the kid, and, like pull him back <laughs> to a safer <laughs> spot. And uh I mean, one of these days, I don't get it. Yeah, just, just anchor you're those right. things down. One of these days, some kid, someone's gonna get killed. Some, someone's gonna get a concussion after. Uh, like, what if uh, uh, Pillman's pregnant sister had gotten smashed in the belly? Yeah, that that God that's forbid. probably good. You know, everyone's backstage. They're like, hey, so if everyone's going around the ring, don't bump into uh, Brian Pillman <laughs> Jr.'s pregnant sister. Yeah, I don't know. Just throw some sandbags down on those things or something. Just you know. Anyways, shout out to the uh, so, uh, we go back into the ring, uh, Pac gets all hung up, upside down in the turnbuckle, and Andrade just hits a huge double stomp off the turnbuckle to the floor. That looks like it hurts your legs, though, just as much on the landing. Yeah, it was That's a good one, because usually, like, you've seen that move a bunch of times. Yeah, And But, yeah, yeah, and then, but the way that Pac, or Andrade kind of, like, leaned over and, like, pulled Pac's body into the double foot stomp and then yeah. he himself landed on the ground damn yeah looked looked heavy mm -hmm. uh so he's going on a roll here Andrade he hits a nice split-legged moonsault uh but then Pac has his comeback puts in the brutalizer 
But then Andrade's manager, one of them, uh, jumps up on the apron and he's got a stun gun. But uh, that's when Penta and Phoenix run down, beat that guy up. Who's that guy? Just distract. <laughs> I forget his name. Who the fuck? <laughs> Do you forget his name or have they never told you his name? I th- <laughs> he's been around. Jose. <laughs> Jose. Jose the lawyer. I shit you not. I have no That's who I have no idea who the hell this guy is. Apparently, he has something to do with <laughs> why Andrade is rich for some inexplicable reason. Uh, yeah, with a I don't know. with a taser. Yeah, uh, a taser. So t- <laughs> a taser, a little. Uh, but he doesn't get to hit anyone. He gets taken out. But all this distracts the ref, and then Chavo Guerrero comes out, hits Pack in the back with. Uh, an iPad Mini. Mini. <laughs> Couldn't even get the full iPad there. Uh, and there was actually some poor camera work. He they kind of cut away during the strike, so we don't even know what happened until the replay. But Andrade takes advantage, rolls up Pack, gets a three. Uh, but Andrade's not happy about the 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 cheating, so he punches Chavo. Doesn't like him jumping in his matches. Hey, you know, Pac uh, said, you know, uh, he wanted to win this by himself. That's why Lucha Bros weren't by his side. And I think Andrade felt the same sentiment. You know, I don't need anybody by my side. Yeah, hey, fair enough. Chavo over- overstepped his boundaries. May have cost him. Yeah, I mean, it may have cost him a job. That's for sure. These, these two certainly made up for uh, missing the pay-per-view and uh, to kick off the show. Uh, it was just non- nonstop fun. One of those, just yeah. fun from start to finish. Uh, then we get Darby Allen and Sting coming out to respond to the challenge laid out by Sean Spears and Tully. Sting cuts a nice promo on Tully. Tully comes out. Uh, yeah, I think Spears attacks. I don't know. It seems like they're leading to a tag team match, I guess, between these four. Yeah, another tag match. I mean, another tag match. I mean, Darby's still over as hell. So you can kind of do whatever you want yeah. right now. I mean, Tully even Sting, Tully even teased that he wants to have that singles match with Sting. Which, I, don't know. I don't know if they'll let him do that, but yeah, ma- uh, make it a trip, make it a make it a fatal four way with Arn Anderson and Ric Flair, and uh, you have yourself uh, a main event. <laughs> uh, then there was a nice little video package, just kind of Adam Cole and Brian Danielson both. Uh, I guess not quite an interview, but just talking about their debuts. And Cole wants Brian. Brian wants Omega. So, yeah. And we want it all. We want, we it, want all. it all as fans. Uh, then we get some big, uh, what was it? Six woman, six woman tag action here. Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hayter taking on Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, and Riho. So that is a pretty stacked team on the babyface side compared to what baker's got oh certainly three of the tops uh (laughs) possibly the three top babyfaces on that women's roster on the brand yeah so uh fun match though everyone's having their little little time to shine and crowd's always happy to see Riho. she's just just pure babyface but ruby the newcomer she gets lots of time to shine as well uh she shines bright like a ruby as uh comes down to her and rebel she hits the kick, which they still haven't named, but they called it a Pele kick this time. So, at least they're calling it something. Hey, though. and if uh, if Excalibur's calling it something, I'm agreeing with whatever he says. Yeah. So, that gets the win for the babyface. 
yeah, decent match. You know, a lot a lot of moving parts. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the three my uh, the three most popular three of the most popular women in the division are on were in this matchup, and they're gonna kind of put you know put each other over for a little bit until uh, Britt Baker's next challenger. Who is it? I mean, Ruby Soho gets she has the opportunity. You know, she got she won the battle royal, but is she uh, yeah she, that could is be she gonna take it from her. I don't know. That could be uh, one of the sh- matches on the New York shows. We have or... a New York show. We have full gear coming up. God, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But uh, the main event for this evening is Max Caster taking on Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, we're still in the crowd of Cincinnati, so they're just super hot for Pillman. Um, match itself was just okay. You know, nothing too crazy. But uh, eventually, flying Brian hits in a nice springboard clothesline shades of his father to get the three count send everyone home happy send everyone home happy i think that's the thing i think because i think by the end of an episode of rampage you've been watching like eight hours of wrestling (laughs) uh yeah if you're in the crowd if you're in the crowd Uh, so yeah just send them home happy uh you know didn't wasn't mox there no, after after, yeah, after the merge, yeah, Caster Bowens came out. Moxley takes him out, makes a save. You know, I feel like yeah. this is the kind of rampage we can expect going forward. You know, three decent matches, a quick interview, uh, and a happy ending at the end. It's, yeah. It really sort of feels like that's the uh, that's what they do for the show. Uh, and that's then, the fir- uh, I heard uh, I heard a few mere hours after the show that uh, that Lady Pillman went and had her baby. Really. So, <laughs> Everything, everything went well. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that was it. That was Rampage. A nice happy ending for the Pillman fans. Amen. L- welcome to the world, little Pillman. Uh, <laughs> Mike, should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. We're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come Cause... back with the second half of the wrestling week because we have Monday Night Raw and NXT 2.0. Not 2.0 in NXT. Not that one. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is just that's... NXT 2.0, so you're you're gonna want to stick around uh, after the break. Back here with part two of the uh, of the Shoot Brothers podcast. Thanks for sticking out to the break, Mike. I uh, I attended the movie theater for the third time since reopening to check out Shang-Chi and I gotta say you uh, should check it out Shang-Chi Shang-Chi baby the newest in the I don't think I've heard of it I'm sure you have it's it's on the the commercials it's on the bus stops the latest <laughs> in the uh, Marvel uh, catalog of films starring the uh, the kid the kid from uh, Kim's Convenience okay um uh... No, I mean, uh, like I said, I'm not. I'm not anti these comic movies. I just don't watch very many of them these days. It's not the. So it's it's, not, it's not the world you're tuned into. No, so this Shang Chi guy, I don't know his character at all. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, the movies are back. I think I said. I think I've said it before here on the show. Uh, the they movie, are. Yeah. The movie theaters are back, uh, and we're going, and we're not stopping. I was disappointed to hear of the delay of Jackass 4. Jackass 4 ever. Ah, no, really? To February. Oh, that's too bad. And it also just happened just last week. 
I was super hyped. I bought tickets to go see Poppy. And then the tour got delayed this past week. Nah. So I'm going to have to wait a bit longer. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, hey, that's okay. That's the world we live in. Wrestling is still on tour. Not here in Canada yet. But, uh, you know, Blue Jays are playing to 15,000 people. Uh, playing very good Blue right Jays now. Blue Jays are well. winning to 15,000 people, uh, might I add. Um, yeah. You know me, classic uh, Toronto baseball fan in in the sense that I I don't pay attention to them for months, sometimes month years at a time. <laughs> uh, and then September yeah. comes around, and I check my score app, and I see, huh, we're we're only three games back from the wild card. Okay, let's let's figure out what's going on here. Uh, I think we've yeah. propulsed ourselves into the wild card. Knock on wood. The team. Uh, thank you. <laughs> The team with success. Uh, but, Mike, like you said, professional wrestling is something that uh, stays on the road always. And there was a time, Mike, do you remember there was this time where we wrestled in the exact same place every single Monday? And it had these, like, crazy fake, like, LED screens. But the LED screens <laughs> were just, like, live webcams of people. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who can forget? Who can forget? Who can forget? I certainly can't. Lest we forget, it's September 13th. Let's bring you this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Because we already know our main event match. Uh, last week, the Rand Man. And uh, Bobby Lashley had some choice words for each other, and boom, that's happening, baby. That's happening this week. They bumped it up. It was supposed to take place at Extreme Rules, and then they said, no, we're putting it on Monday Night Raw. Uh, and then before that, before this even happened, Big E got on Twitter. It's like, I'm letting everybody know I'm going to be there, and I'm cashing in. Uh, so that's how we kick off the show. Big E comes out. RK Bro comes out. Hurt Business comes out. Uh, everyone's in the ring, and Big E just says, I'm letting y'all know. I'm cashing in tonight. Whatever happens. Um, so everyone just starts cutting promos, claiming they're going to leave as the champion. And uh, You know, this, this was supposed to be the Hurt Business challenging for the tag titles, but now, like I said, <laughs> it's all been switched. Uh, this whole segment ends with Randy giving an RKO to Lashley. So we'll see them in the main event. Yeah, this feels like really good booking. Like, they teased us out throughout the day. And then, this? yeah, and then we used the angle yeah. that we teased all day to flat out start the show to hype. This whole Raw is going to be an oddly very well booked this Raw. Is a, <laughs> this is honestly, and because of that, this is one of the weirdest Raws we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's uh, this is hot off of last week where apparently, I mean, they don't go head to head, but AEW got a higher demo in the one demo. I mean, if you're Chris Jericho, you're and the that demo was, god. I was, was going to say, that's without even the demo god being <laughs> present. Yeah, wow. so Raw, yeah, I guess, you know, if this is a reaction, they said we want to have a big show, and this felt like a big show. So It's the uh, big not show. <laughs> not Paul <Damn> White. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to cut that off. But uh, let's bring out your queen. Who needs Paul White when you have Charlotte Flair? Woo. Here to take on uh, not the queen, but she's the queen of spades, I guess, right? That's her thing. Uh, the old maid. I don't know why she'd want to be called that. <laughs> when you play old maid, that's the old maid. But anyway, Charlotte, Shayna Baszler, decent match here. 
uh, you know, anytime Shayna's fighting on her own, she always looks better without that anchor, Naya. But uh, unfortunately, uh, that anchor <laughs> comes rolling out mid-match. Naya's there. So uh, Charlotte just keeps doing her thing, hits her big moonsault to the floor. Shayna tries to fight back, but Naya jumps on the apron, distracting her, which allows Charlotte to hit a big boot to get the win. So, this never-ending Naya Shayna. This never-ending yeah. Naya Shayna thing, which sucks because I feel like this was like Shayna Baszler's like best match. It's for you know, yeah, you know she exactly got to do. throughout, right? And then you know, there's a thing back in my mind where I'm like, well, of course, if you're performing with Charlotte, you're gonna be, you're gonna look good, you're gonna look <laughs> great. It's like because that's how good she is. Uh, well, and then uh, nonsense. Uh, certainly after the match, after Char after Charlotte, <laughs> Alexa Bliss comes out. Well, Alexa, okay, so okay, so I, let let me kind of describe. Well, so Alexa Bliss comes okay. out, and she's got like a gift in her hand for the winner. Not just Alexa; she's got someone with her. Uh oh, Lily. That's right. Uh right. WWE shop dot <laughs> Uh, yep. She has a gift in her hand. Charlotte tries to, or uh, Charlotte like refuses the gift because yeah. you know she's in, rich, but for explainably rich because her father's Ric yeah. Flair. We know why she's wealthy. Like we don't know why Matt Hardy is wealthy. Uh, <laughs> the, ch the crowd's chant for open it, open it. When she does, she finds her own version of Lily named Charlie. Yeah, and this was what you know. This was a well done. It had the whole blonde. It had the perfect. And then the crowd, robe, the, the crowd immediately title. starts a, a Charlie chant. Charlie chant. I know this. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure this didn't make you happy that these dolls are getting Charlotte over. Charlotte and Bliss end up this, fighting. Bliss, Bliss gets a little the upper hand in the uh, sort of the exchange after this. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? No, yeah. all the guys. Alexa said, "Hey, man, if it gets over, she if it gets over with the crowd, that's what it's about, right? Like, it's like it's like when some people in the front row complain that John Cena calls his matches, and John Cena's not performing <laughs> for you know the twenty people in the front row. He's performing for the guys in the back of the fucking of the auditorium. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it works for them, it yeah. fucking works. And uh, www.shop.com." Uh, no, these these could be these could end up being like the Funko Pops of WWE. On, it every could be everybody. Every wrestler gets their own little. You you get a someone when somebody will want to collect them all. They'll spend the money exactly. You know, you uh, get a you get a little. Is they come with accessories? You know, like a little Matt Riddle one comes with a little scooter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, perfect. Uh, uh, what else? So, anyways, what else? What else? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Viking Ray. Oh no, never mind. Yeah. No, no, I get the idea. <laughs> but uh yeah, anyways, they he calls one person calls the other a bitch. Bliss hits a code red to stand tall. Mm -hmm. Nice code red. Yeah, she got the uh she got the better of her, gotta say. She got the better of her. Yeah. So they'll fight at the extreme rules, uh, with a doll in each corner. And then we'll see. Maybe we can get a referee doll in there. May <laughs> and then the maybe one day we just get a match, but it's actually like a puppet somebody puppeteering the ref, the uh, like everybody, you know, it's just yeah. all the puppets, it's like uh, like that episode of Community that sucked. <laughs> 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 
The one that, <laughs> that was definitely later season community. Right? The episode of community that famously sucked. <laughs> right. But oh, at the right. towards the end of the season when they were reaching for anything and they got Mike Ehrman trout yeah. on <laughs> because they needed a new old. They wrote all this stuff for old, an old guy that they needed the role to fill. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, let's. <laughs> We get a six-man tag. Drew McIntyre. His doll would come with the Claymore sword. There you go. There you go. WWShop.com. Pick it up. <laughs> Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders taking on Jinder Beer Shanky. Nothing special. Drew hits a Claymore, gets the win for his boys. Yeah, this was a good one uh, for you folks at home. It was a, it was a, it was a it was a quick match. Yeah, felt quick and easy. Quick and easy. Uh, Ivar was never the legal man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice just, that. Just uh, no. just for you folks at home, keeping real stats of a uh, ring time. Yeah, he just didn't have. Yeah. Time. Uh, backstage, Reggie's finally gotten home from his park visit, but uh, now he's just flipping over production trucks and equipment. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then we go to a United States Championship match. Damian Priest defends against Jeff Hardy, who gets bumped all the way back up uh, after being in the gaggle for the 24th. So he goes from carrying cross to gaggle to uh, a tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is an open challenge, to be fair. So uh, good point. Good yeah. point. Good point. And Jeff, you know, when they let him go, he was still decent. He can go. Uh, Seamus was there on commentary. Uh, I didn't catch what he said, but at one point, so, uh, I caught the end of it. It didn't sound good. He called, he said something about bleeding Puerto Rican Cuban or something. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I might have I missed that. Yeah. But uh, there was an awkward spot where they fight to the top rope and Priest tries to slam Hardy, but he rotates midair and uh, lands on top of his head, like his hip. Hit Priest in the head and neck. and Didn't look too good, but uh, Priest is all right. Manages to hit the reckoning, get the win, retain the belt. Yeah, other than two little, you know, minor missteps or whatever. Yeah, but like you said, the Jeff Hardy booking is confusing. It's uh, It was nice to see him looking more important. And uh, Damian Priest, he's over. He's over as hell. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say, you know, maybe a possible world champion if he plays his cards right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. this is the first step. U.S. then the main. <clears throat> uh, after that, we had Nikki A.S.H. taking on Tamina. Uh, taking on who? Yeah, this. <laughs> Tamina. Taking on Tamina. An official, sm the, an official SmackDown superstar, huh? Well, the tag title gives her. Uh, it's like uh, Mike. Mike, you know. I'd love, what? I'd love to agree with you. I'd love to agree with you. There was nothing tag related. <laughs> I, it doesn't have to be. It just gives her a free card to okay, show up. Okay, okay. I gotta say, her name was om her name was almost etched in the record books, and once it's etched, you can't unetch. It was close. It was close. <laughs> okay. But yeah, but yeah. okay. But yeah, these. I mean, it's, uh, but anyways, these yeah, four women, right. they're all going at it. Uh, it sucks that the SmackDown women uh, go over to Raw instead of the Raw women kind of coming over to challenge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. 
Uh, I think they did announce at some point that the draft is coming up October. We got 1st. a draft. Okay, so se- season so. three's coming a little bit. Uh, ooh, baby, season three. Remember, <laughs> folks. Yeah. If what you can remember from uh, season one prior to May eighteenth, twenty twenty, Branch Brand Invitational, uh, Superstar may go to the other brand a maximum of five times a year, or a season. <laughs> um, yeah. So that means it resets on that day as well. Then. Yeah, the of course. King Corbin sitting okay. at three this this season. Cutting it close. Braun Strowman had three, but they were all redacted, and I don't. I'm trying to picture why that would have been. It must have been the. It must have been the fight pit. <laughs> or the raw underground raw underground that's what it was yeah because i have them like uh not underlined but strike throughed and i'm like huh why would i have okay. done that they must have been redacted due to raw <laughs> yeah that makes sense he would have anyways folks we're getting into too much uh too much nonsense here uh well but these four women are going at it because i think they beat the shit out of each other backstage like right before <laughs> yeah and i mean this this first match just turned into nonsense this Nikki versus Tamina because uh, Nikki hits a tornado TDT makes the count the ref counts three Tamina kicks out uh, then they just ring the bell announce Tamina as the winner and play her music so the whole thing was just there's crazy. some there's they been some up. yeah these ref shenanigans of course Aubrey uh, Aubrey Edwards made that huge mistake and then the other officials came out and they were like nope nope so you know the precedent has been set that you know other referees should be you know like when a baby face is being attacked in the middle of the ring, so another baby face runs down to like protect him. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. The refs need to start yeah. doing that same thing. Ref makes a bad call. The other ref <laughs> needs to run out. Be like, hey, I don't. Bu, 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 bu. Well, this one wasn't even a bad call. It was just a. I think Tamina fucked up. Didn't kick out in time. Jesus, Tamina. <laughs> and they just went with it. They were like, well, we got our music synced up. We got to play. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you I know, mean, you yeah, know, Kevin Dunn's got that uh, synced up back there. Yeah. Uh, but then right after Rhea Ripley fights Natalia, just kind of, yeah, follow up. Same thing. They've all feuding, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ripley gets the win with her cool submission. I forget what she calls it. <sighs> yeah. Man. It's like an inverted scorpion deathlock kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds right. What would, uh, yeah, what would uh, Excalibur call it? Uh, then we get an eight-man tag match. Ali, Mansoor, and The New Day taking on Mace, T-Bar, AJ, and Omos. And, uh, yeah, you know, standard eight-man, fast-paced. Everyone's getting in there until the big man, Omos, gets tagged in. And he just takes over, wrecks Mustafa Ali, slams him down with a choke slam, gets the big win. Yeah, we still we still got big plans for Omos, even though uh, him and AJ have dropped those tag belts. You know, still big plans for this guy. Yeah. He's still booked like a fucking monster, and AJ Styles. I don't think he's been knocked down yet. Like just physically knocked down. Yeah, like he's he's bounced against the ropes. He's like had a couple claws. I don't think he's ever been taken down off his feet. Wow. <laughs> so they're protecting. That'll be a him big moment. Well. That'll be a big moment when that happens. Hogan Andre. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna get there? Who's gonna be the one to have a Hogan moment on Omos? Yeah, because someone's got to yeah. do it. Who knows? Matt Riddle. Could. Calling it here. We're calling it here. Matt Riddle's getting it. Matt Riddle. That'd be. Hey, I don't that'd know. Someone's awesome. got to get it. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Someone's well, got to. Why not one of these next two? Because we've got <laughs> Eva Marie. Taking on goody goody do drop. Uh, yeah, the long awaited 
You know, we we've been screwed out of this match. People were devastated that it was promised and not delivered. I've heard. So. I've actually heard the. I've actually heard the term uh, referred to as dream match. And dream I've match. heard people say it. I've heard people say it in the online wrestling community, saying the words "dream match." Well, uh, wake up, because here it is. Uh, Eva Marie, she does okay, puts up a bit of a fight, but Dewdrop just out muscles her, hits that crossbody to get the win. That crossbody, which that- uh, yeah, who was it? It was somebody who like tweeted something really creepy or Instagram something really creepy. I think it was Virgil. About that crossbody. Cross he loves that cross. It was a photo oh. of Asuka, but you know, she was going to do the crossbody on Asuka, and then the caption yeah. was, uh, like, oh boy, I wish I was Asuka. Or something, or something <laughs> okay. like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was one of those, like, really sad, short little matches. Uh, yeah. with, with I the, think this might be. What? I think this is it. I think this was the big blow up. <laughs> I think they're done now. <laughs> I think they're done. Man, I don't Dude get. Drops, I don't know, get the Eva Marie thing, man. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, she's not a very good wrestler. She's not. What? She's not. A, she's not. She's not good at all. You don't have to say very. She's, <laughs> you don't have to say not very. She's. She's good in. The, I think she's good in the sense that she's better than both you and I. So I guess in that sense, no, then hey, I don't. I disagree. <laughs> I don't think she is. <laughs> but I think uh, in a way that she she still draws heat. Because people are like, you don't deserve this. You don't belong to be right. here. Right. So she's, she's not in an inspiring way, like Rudy, but like. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying she's good. I love her hair. She's in the shooting running for that. Definitely so. in the running. Consistent, consistently <laughs> pink hair is definitely that pink. Takes a lot of work. Oh, oh man, uh, I can imagine. I can imagine constant, constant dyeing and the conditioners yeah. and the. If you want. If you want one good Eva Marie match, look up her face, facing Bailey for the NXT title, and you can kind of get an idea where the crowd is just so. But was it? But terrified. was it good because of Bailey? Mostly, <laughs> but I mean, Eva played her part. Okay, okay, Eva okay, played her okay. part. We'll check, we'll check it out. Because the crowd is just so terrified that this woman could win the title, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Every near fall, you're like, "We'll oh get God. the network, and we'll check it out. We'll check it out." <laughs> um, but it's time for our main event. Well, there was one quick okay. thing. We got a bit uh, a backstage promo from Karrion Cross oh. without the mask. Wasn't it something so about kinda... like masks are like blah or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of vague. He's like At the very end, he said, "Fall and pray." So right. Maybe, so we're maybe. done with TikTok because TikTok reminds us too much of TikTok. Uh, so we've moved over to <laughs> Fall and Pray, which is kind of like that which is, is kind of like her- Scarlet's line, you know. So maybe it's finally we're all just no. Waiting I feel Scarlet like they more just up. stole it from her instead. <laughs> so what are they gonna do? What? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, Fall uh, and Pray, yeah, was- uh, burn it down, hurt and heal. You know, <laughs> there's sort of these three syllables, uh, the three syllables of professional wrestling. But it's our main event yeah. time. So let's not tarry any further. Let's just get to it. We have uh, our WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Remember, remember when uh, Leo Rush would do that? Bobby Lashley. Uh, <coughs> Leo, Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Yeah. Take it on. The Rand Man, Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton looking to become, what, like a 14, 15, 16 time WWE champ? 15, 15. or 16. Yeah, 15, I think. He's up there. Second most next to John Cena. Amen. Uh so that's what we got. The biggest prize in the industry on the line here. The WWE title. 
Um, and yeah, pretty good match. Just evenly fought. Randy getting some big near falls. Goes for the RKO, but Lashley reverses it into a spear. But Randy kicks out of that. So Lashley tries to go for the hurt lock, but Orton manages to escape. And then he hits the RKO. But that damn MVP, uh, he's on the outside. He drags Lashley to the apron, so he's not able to make the cover. So then Riddle comes out here. He goes after MVP. Orton RKO's MVP on the floor. Crowd super pumped, cheering for Randy. He gets back in the ring, but then he eats another spear from Lashley. This time, that gets him the three to retain the title. Just like that. But he's not done. No, he's not. Yeah. He's not done. He beats up Riddle. He starts slamming Orton. He puts Orton through the announce table. Uh, but as he put Orton through the table, Bobby appears to hurt his leg. He tweaked it. And I got to say, at first, I was like, wow, what's going Is this real or not? He was doing a good job. Uh, so Big E's limping. He's, uh, he climbs back into the ring. And then Big E comes out with his money in the bank. He promised this. He's ready to cash in. But Lashley's refusing. He's injured. Big E just slaps him in the face. Uh, I think we went to commercial break, didn't we? Yeah, we go to commercial break <laughs> uh, sort of right before the, quote, match would could begin. Yeah, they left you hanging. Like, is he too injured? Are they going to start the yeah, match? So we don't know. The, so yeah, they, we go to commercial break and come back, and that's when Big E slaps him. Then the ref calls for the yeah. bell. Slap. Uh, ring. <laughs> slap. Ding. <laughs> the match is on. Big E taking on Bobby Lashley um, for this WWE championship. Lashley gets the offense in early, though. Sh sh pounding, pounding away. Pounding away. You know, when we do, you know, we're all scared. We're going to get another Corbin. We're gonna get another yeah. uh not gonna work. Biggie. But Biggie's but he's got the crowd chance. Not only has he got the crowd. Biggie's taking out that injured knee a lot too, you That's know? Right. I love it when a babyface does some smart shit. Like, oh, they're injured. Yeah. I'm gonna go after the injury. Boom. Love seeing it. Uh I think Lashley gets a spear in there. Biggie kicks out at the absolute two point nine nine. Yeah, last last nine nine seven maybe. There was a, maybe a bit of w wiggle room <laughs> yeah. in there. Little wiggle Biggie room. gets up. That's the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Biggie gets to his feet. He hits the big ending and he gets the win. We have a brand new WWE champion. Woo! First time ever for Mr. Biggie. Huge celebration. Uh, obviously, the new day come running out. Crowds going nuts. They're going nuts. Everyone's just happy. Excellent moment. Uh, one of the most beloved men in the locker room, apparently. So, yeah, just a very good feel, feel good ending to Rob, which at the same time should spice up that title scene a good bit, having Big E in there. And, you know, Big E now making himself, you know, speaking of the brand to brand invitational, you know, he's on Raw now. He he got that championship. Hey, but he could show up on yeah. SmackDown and be like, hey, I, I don't rather, he can do whatever he wants. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, yeah, he has to at least show up on SmackDown this week just to be like, hey, look what I got. Look what <laughs> I <something>. got. Uh, congrats <laughs> to Big E. Um, God, you know what? And you got to say, it was a it was a pretty damn good episode of Monday Night Raw uh, also. Yeah, it, I think. Between uh, this and SmackDown, this kind of felt like the first, like, two shows in a week where they 
kind of like gave gave the fans what they wanted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like no, it was definitely noticeable. A- One of the best weeks. Of, yeah, AEW's AEW's year. been doing a month of giving the fans exactly what they want in in both <laughs> like you know in both matches and these returns and uh, yeah great things all 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 across the board right heels winning baby faces winning all that kind of shit but the crowd's been loving every second of it. And uh, WWE needs that right now. Yeah. Need to get that demo uh, back. On this night. (laughs) That's right. And on this night, they did the right thing. And a very memorable episode. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, uh, after Monday Night Raw, it's Tuesday night. It's time for... uh, God, I almost feel like we need a brand new theme song because uh, this isn't isn't a normal edition of NXT. Uh, This is NXT 2.0. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Who point? Oh, I'm sticking with it, baby. So is that part of that now? Like the name? Like it's like I think that's what it's called. It's now like even though the NXT 2.0 Championship. I don't think they go that far. I think like NXT is the brand. The show is called NXT 2.0. Like, it's right. not Raw, it's NXT 2.0. Okay, but, okay, uh, I, I, I can get I behind mean, that. Either way, <laughs> this is this is like the fourth version of NXT if we want to get technical. On and, Mike, but. it feels like once a year we have a new show. <laughs> we just got, we just did, we just had the first episode of Rampage, the first episode of Dynamite, the, fir- the when SmackDown moved to Fridays, and now this. We're just full of first shows all over yeah. here on the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, brand new NXT in a... More uh, full sail look sized type of venue, uh, yeah, but, with a, looks a bit... but with a much bigger uh, jumbotron or sorry, uh, titantron. Yeah, much everything you know they teased. The crowd they is te- really well lit. Yeah, they're kind of the front rows elevated a bit, so they're not on the floor, and uh, yeah, just everything's white and colorful. The whole set, like everything was teased as we thought. So, yeah. No more black and gold. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. We said goodbye to the black and gold brand and kicked off with this uh, uh, this palette of professional wrestling. Uh, well, I guess. Well, I guess earlier on in the day, we do have to say Samoa Joe came out. Um, I, I should really not start a sentence like Samoa Joe came out. Samoa Joe <laughs> posted a video on his Instagram page uh, that he has to relinquish that NXT championship that he just won uh, due to injury, uh, apparently a significant enough injury if uh, he's not, he can't wrestle again. God, is this guy, should this guy just never wrestle again? I mean, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the match wasn't overly physical. It was only like 12 minutes or something. He had a couple big moves, but it's not a good sign. Uh, And it sucks, yeah, just in general. Yeah, not only uh, also this belt has been vacated uh, only three times, and two of them uh, were kind of you know in the past kind of year between Carry and Cross, and then now Samoa Joe. What this means, Mike, is that our uh, previously uh, previously anticipated fatal four way for a determined number one contender uh, between Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dune, 
Kyle O'Reilly and Ellie Knight is now uh, just flat out, hey, who wants it? So uh, mm-hmm. we know later on the night we're getting Champa, we're getting Peter Dune, Kyle O'Reilly, Ellie Knight, uh, some big names to highlight a big show. Yeah. So uh, we start off the show. They just kind of show all four men cutting promos backstage. And uh, during L.A. nights, he gets interrupted by this newcomer, Braun Breaker. Uh, So he challenges him to a match, which is, I'd say, not very smart when you're fighting for the title later on tonight, man. You know, why would you want to fight? I I agree. (laughs) It seemed dumb. It seemed dumb. Yeah, especially... uh, or a heel, but uh, so that's what we kick off with. Knight taking on this Braun Breaker, who uh, some people may know as Rex Steiner, son of Rick Steiner. Oh, is this a uh, this is a Steiner? <laughs> yeah, this is a Steiner. Wow. Uh, so he is, of course, a big dude, but uh, the crown was behind LA Knight in this one, so uh, or at least at first. But the Breaker, you know, he wins him over, he had some nice power moves, <laughs> hits a massive gorilla press power slam to get the win upset win three count yeah upset win uh yeah weird booking decision but then i have to remember god this isn't the nxt we're used to this is a (laughs) brand new nxt where we're gonna be seeing a lot of new faces uh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to remember a lot of new names and uh suddenly la knight looked far less worthy of a title match later to come which sucks because (laughs) when i told you uh when i heard that message i'm like la knight's got to be the dude he's got to be the guy to get the win uh but then you check his wikipedia page and he's 39 years old like there's no way a 39 year old is going to win this any uh this championship anytime soon uh and that's just that (laughs) i don't know we'll have to get an age check on some other guys oh oh oh, they're all late 30s it's the weirdest thing (laughs) so there you go uh then we got imperium taking on briggs and jensen uh yeah just more newcomers here they had a a country vibe to them i guess you'd say uh i would say just a couple big dudes you know they were pretty decent in the ring but uh Eventually, Eichner hits a big double underhook suplex off the top rope to get the three. Yeah, and another one of these, uh, you know, honestly, as soon as a Buddy Brecker. Also, weird choice to name somebody Braun right after you. Like, it's funny, it's spelled different. Like, it's spelled differently. Yeah. But bold choice, right? Yeah, why why not keep Steiner and then Braun? There's so many names. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to pick Braun. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, actually, but I, honestly, after that match, I thought to myself, like, hey, these new guys are going to fucking go over on Imperium too. Yeah, but not quite, I guess. They, yeah, they did. did. Not quite. There were a Balance lot of, it out. There were a lot of matches on this episode of uh, NXT. This whole, yeah, this whole show is, uh, yeah, heavy on matches. Heavy on three minute or less matches. So let's just get to our next one. Uh, hit Row. They're hit out row, here. The- They're out here to support B-Fab. Making her official in-ring debut. Taking on Katrina uh, Cortez. Yeah, we've seen her once or twice randomly with the mask, you know. <laughs> you may or may not okay. remember. <laughs> with the mask. Uh, but, yeah, she's here just to do the job. Fab just kind of dominates. Uh, you know, a little, you can tell she's still green. Nothing to, uh, yeah, she was okay, though. She ends up hitting a big rude awakening neckbreaker to get the win. 
And then she cuts a promo and gets interrupted by Electra Lopez. So they're going to fight. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. B-Fab didn't look, did not look good in this match. Uh, mm, yeah, she's Cortez. Very... They're, they're both still pretty green. But hey, that was NXT, it's NXT 2.0. Nobody's ever. <laughs> I feel like the, the the slogan for the new NXT should be NXT. No one's ever done this before. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> we're gonna start. Yeah, like we said, there's a lot of performers who have never performed on a circuit, which is why they're here, right? Which is what Vince wants. He wants dudes that they build themselves in their own style and their own ways. Uh, we're not allowed to say the word indies. <laughs> Yeah, no, B-Fab's got, a, got some work to do, but at least she's surrounded by good company in Amen. Hero. Amen. Uh, we head backstage where the groomsmen, because don't forget, we got a wedding going on tonight. Oh, uh, we got a wedding. I didn't even bring it up. <laughs> oh, my God. How did I forget? Jesus Christ. Why, <laughs> I mean, I didn't right. forget. I, I, I saw it. But uh, I, I should have opened up with that. I mean, that was the hottest part about the whole episode. Yeah, it's, it's this could be your main event. This could get top billing over your title match. We'll find out. <laughs> but uh, the groomsmen, they're all here. You know, Johnny, Cameron Grimes, they're getting ready. Uh, when in walks the returning Austin Theory. Uh, you know, the long lost son. We haven't seen him in months since he ran away from home. Uh, but he's back. And he brought something with him. Because you can't have a wedding without a priest. And in walks Damian Priest. Nice little chuckle there. And he's like, yeah, I'm just here for the party. I'm just here for the party. I didn't know he was so close with, uh, well, I guess, I mean, Damian Priest, his NXT run to me is just famously capped with, there's the photo of him in a hot tub with like women all around him. And he's got <laughs> yeah. like champagne in one hand. And I'm like, and yeah, he's still I guess wearing his full pants. Yeah. He's <laughs> still wearing his full leather getup. I'm like, yeah, that's Damian mm -hmm. Priest, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that he would want to return for the party. Yeah. Uh, then up next, we had Carmelo Hayes come out, and he's got this new guy with him, who he introduces as Trick Williams. Uh, this whole segment was pretty, uh, not that good, you know? Trick <laughs> cuts a promo, but he was kind of stumbling, his timing wasn't that great. Uh, he was passionate, I guess, but, uh, his catchphrase, we bout it, bout it? I don't know. Wasn't landing for me. No, he the whole- saying, we bout it, bout it. No, it didn't land. It. No, the whole thing kind of missed the mark. <laughs> uh, no, no, honestly, what the, what the whole felt thing felt like was a way to turn Carmelo Hayes heel. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because he has his contract still, and he's teasing what he's going to do with that. I thought maybe he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to go for the tag titles with this guy. But then they started arguing with each other, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, and then Duke Hudson came out, and Trick didn't like him, so they beat him down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We never knew what Doug Hudson was like. Like we out said, for, this is the brand new NXT. God, is NXT going to become the new Raw? <laughs> we'll Fuck. see. It's, uh, it seems like it's dark elevation right now. It seems like it's dark it's elevation right now. Squashes. And I just got to say, we don't cover dark elevation. So, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. We've still got some big stuff coming. Maybe the second half here. Okay. Uh, we got Team KC taking on Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, but during the match, in the middle of it, we cut to a picture-in-picture because picture, uh, Kyle O'Reilly's warming up for that big main event match uh, when he gets jumped in the locker room by Dunn and uh, Ridge Holland and those goons. 
Uh, so they beat up Kyle, but then some guy comes up and saves him. We don't really know who it is. Uh, we'll find out. Some, we cut back to the um, ring. A mystery, <laughs> a, mystery, uh, a mystery savior. Yeah. Back in the ring, though, Team KC are taking control. They look to hit their finisher when this woman runs out. Dressed all in black. She's got a, you know, a hoodie, a beanie. We can't really see her. She helps them. Yeah, she helps out uh, the heels and takes off the hat to reveal the new look brunette Mandy Rose. Looking more evil than ever, but I'd say it works for her. Brunette. Wow. Yeah. She's no longer. I like it. Doesn't she have uh, a. Didn't Corey Graves give her a creepy nickname? The blonde bombshell or something? Something like that. Corey Graves can Corey's no longer call her uh, his creepy nickname. <laughs> Something. Uh, but then Saray runs out, so Mandy sneaks off away. Uh, but I guess this is where you can tell they're already having a bit of that raw influence booking, because then they just jump right in and repackage this match into the six-woman tag. Right? Classic <laughs> repackage. It gives you the uh, one. It gives you like the excuse for a commercial break. Right, and then you come back. Uh, I mean, we're not too far from two out of three falls. Yeah, but you know what? This was actually good. The six, the six. The woman second thing half that. was yeah. The second half was definitely yeah. harder. This the second half of this match got more time than every single other match, short of our fatal four way. Yeah, uh, yeah. They actually let each woman do, do their thing. Do, so a, Ray do can, a thing. Do at least a couple things. So Ray. Still looking pretty protected, looking strong in there. The crowd even chanted, this is awesome at one point. So they got it going. Eventually things come down to Mandy and Carter. And Mandy hits the perfect C trigger to get the pinfall. Uh, yeah, she's she's Mandy's getting pretty good. I like her. Yeah, Mandy's uh she's maybe found a little a little niche here in the uh in the in the NXT two point Yeah. New look. She's got her posse. Uh, she could be one of the main players. I mean, v- Raquel, we haven't v- really seen Vince Raquel is going to love her. Vince loves yeah, her. Vince already knows her. Yeah. So uh, then we go backstage where William Regal gives us the unfortunate news that Kyle O'Reilly is no longer cleared to compete in this fatal four-way match. So taking his place will be that mysterious savior, the uh, newcomer Von Wagner. Another huge- newcomer. Yeah, huge opportunity, though. Title match in his first go. Title match in his first go. L.A. Knight, you know, injured from uh, Braun Breaker. Breaker? Breaker? <laughs> Breaker. Brun. I think it. Brun? Braun. I think it still still is Braun. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, we're going to learn then, their names. Uh, oh, God, do I have to? And then um, Von Wagner, who uh, turns out to be uh, Matt Bloom's son, of all people. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's nice to see that Matt Bloom is still w- booking up there at the top of the uh, at the top of the food chain there at NXT. Yeah. Uh, then we had Ridge Hall intake on Drake Maverick, and Ridge just destroys poor Drake and hits the Northern Grit, gets the win. God, and another quick and another quick one. But at least I knew yeah, both these guys, them. so that was something. Yeah, this one kind of had a reason to be quick. You know? <laughs> They seem to be building up Ridge a bit. Uh, then we get this vignette. We cut to the city scene of Chicago uh, where this Italiano guy, Tony D'Angelo, just starts talking to us. You know, he's doing his accent. Hey, what are you doing? Bada boom. <laughs> Not quite Enzo Amari, but kind of. Uh, 
He just talks about, uh, yeah, I was an amateur wrestler, but there was no money in that, so I came here to NXT. So, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo's coming, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, aren't you excited? Yeah. This is Tony yeah, motherfucking just... D'Angelo. <laughs> to me, yeah, it just felt like Enzo Amare light. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Then we get some tag team. The Creed Brothers of the Diamond Mine taking on Dan Jarman and Trevor Skelly. You may never hear those names again. But... <sighs> Uh, they may not be alive because these Creed brothers, man, these guys are strong. They were just fucking around. There was one nasty spot where uh, he picked up the guy upside down, just threw him in the corner, and he like landed on his head, just like dropped straight down. Didn't look good. Physicals. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, man, these guys, a lot of beef, just uh, hitting big suplexes, big clotheslines. Uh, eventually, yeah, just get the win. Malcolm Bivens gets on the mic afterwards, puts over the diamond mine. Then he introduces us to the newest member, Ivy Nile, who this tough-looking girl. She's got a big chain around her neck. Not a jewelry chain, like a padlock chain. You know? <laughs> uh, and she's got some massive guns on her arms, too. She flexes. This woman looks tough, so she's part of the gang. But then Kushida comes out. He's finally back. Says, everyone in the ring, you talk too much. Roddy Strong, I'm ready. So next week, we're getting that long-awaited. Finally, Kushida Roddy. <laughs> Been waiting for this for uh this is the one feud that's carried over to NXT 2.0. Um <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Okay. Okay. Should There's, be good. Should okay, be good. whatever. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> glad the Kush- yeah. glad the Kushida is back and able to perform. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we can get this cruiserweight title back in gear. But let's go, because we've got a vacant NXT heavyweight championship here to be decided. Pete Dunne, LA Knight, Tommaso Ciampa, and Von Wagner all vying for this this title here. Uh, So like I said, really just throwing Wagner to the wolves here. This is a big match, but uh, he's a big fella. So, Uh, you know, early on, though, the crowd booing him, probably thinking, hey, what are you doing? getting in the main event just like that uh oh the crowd's probably uh, thinking like we don't want you to actually win (laughs) yeah you know we don't want you to win so but he did fine the other three guys they carried a lot of the match and it was just yeah hot fast pace crowds getting into it champa at one point he hits this big corkscrew tope and on the way down i think he elbows la knight hard right in the side of the head because he's immediately busted open and just bleeding pretty good there Oh, um, that's where it happened. Okay. I think that's where I caught it, yeah, because afterwards, just boom, blood everywhere. Uh, back in the ring, Dunn hits the bitter end on Ciampa, goes for the pin, but Knight jumps in, breaks it up, and then Wagner hits Knight with an Olympic slam to get a big two count. Uh, that almost had me fooled for a second. I was like, oh, my God, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> but it was a nice Olympic slam. I'll give him that. Um uh, so then uh, you see the ref, he goes to 10 tonight. He's bleeding in the corner. Uh, but then Wagner gets a hold of him, hits this big twisting double underhook slam. Ciampa breaks up the pin. And then he hits LA Knight with the fairy tale ending. And just like that, he gets the three count. New champion, Tommaso Ciampa. And new, two time now. Two time. He never 
lost it the first time. He had to relinquish it due to injury. Oh, he's never actually lost the title. Yeah, and this was after a match. Of, uh, sorry, after a night rather of way too many short squashes. It was great. It was a real breath of fresh air to have a ten minute match. Yeah, wa- uh, Wagner. God, how are we saying this? Von Wagner. Von Wagner. Because I want to say Wagner. Yeah. Uh, Juan <laughs> yeah, Wagner. Juan. Juan yeah. Fake Von. Well, fuck this guy. <laughs> F- fuck him. He was he was shoehorned in there, uh, yeah. in the first place. You know, um, limited role fighting the top talent. Um, yeah. When it comes down to Peter Dune and Tommaso Ciampa, the you know the veteran will be the one to lead NXT 2.0. And uh, yeah, I thought though I thought Dunn was gonna take it. Ciampa, you know, he wasn't. Uh, you know, everyone loves Ciampa, but I just thought Dunn. He has not his time, so. I guess not. Well, now Peter now Peter Dune feels uh, you know, like kind of like an odd one out almost. Uh just you know, he doesn't he I guess he has Ridge Holland. I guess he has kind of like a faction to lead or whatever, but yeah. Well, Kyle's going to come after him for There's taking a cu- away his There's a couple factions uh, already going on, right? Already going strong. So, god. But that's not all, folks, because uh we still got one more thing to get to. We've got the the beauty of holy matrimony. So right around now <laughs> was when I was like, wait, what? And I realized, yeah, the wedding is going to be our main event. Hell yeah, <laughs> I would pay it. I would pay for a ticket if a, if the main event is going to be a wedding. Uh, but what I also thought in my mind was, um, we're heading to this wedding. Time's running out. Nothing about uh, um, MSK. MSK did not show up on a rebranded <laughs> version of the show where they are the tag team champions. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that's that's saying something. Or Raquel Gonzalez. No Raquel Gonzalez. I remember our yeah. women's champ. Uh, instead, it felt like we just had a list of squash matches. I mean, we had B-Fab. Yeah, like I said, we, three, we, we had B-Fab and the yeah. other one. It was like three quarters of the episode was Dark <laughs> Elevation. And then the other quarter was like classic NXT. Weird, eh? You think they would just pop <laughs> out like this huge show with the huge rebrand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they just seem like they're just trying to throw as many new guys out there as possible. Uh, but this ending segment, this is something that they've been building for months. This, months. this love story. Indy and Dexter, you know, forbidden love, Romeo, Juliet, all that. Um, and yeah, you know, I can see now why they put this on last. They had to strip down the ring, get all the ropes out of there. Everything's set up. A beautiful setting. Uh, the music plays. Uh, all the guests are coming out dressed up the grizzled young vets looking as sharp as i've ever seen them in their nice suits and yeah uh they actually had the guests sit in the ring which i've never seen for i've never wedding. seen that it looked <laughs> it looked more like a proper uh it was nice yeah a, a proper wedding i do like all the guys dressed in you know, all the all the groomsmen dressed in the uh dexter loomis clothes <laughs> uh outfit yeah yeah so they're all there dexter's looking sharp in his suit and then the big music hits, and you got to give credit to the crowd. Everyone was respectful. They all stood up for the beautiful bride, Indy Hartwell, <laughs> as she is walked to the ring by her father, not her father, Johnny Carcano. <laughs> <laughs> her television uh, idol father to give her away. And Indy is selling it. She just looks so happy. She looks like she's on the verge of tears. Uh, the minister, he does his shtick, starts, uh, you know, saying, 
This is where we learn Dexter's full name, Dexter Gaylord Loomis, which I'm sure had Vince McMahon laughing his ass off. <laughs> it's funny because it's Gaylord. Gaylord. <laughs> yeah. And Indy Ophelia Hartwell. So, yeah. So, you know, we do our thing. Uh, Johnny then asks for the rings. Uh, or he asks Austin for the rings. And he's like, we're in a ring, silly. But then Ikemen Jiro stands up. He opens his coat. He's got the rings underneath. So, hey, there you go. A lot of uh, silliness going on here. <laughs> little wait, silliness. Wait, waiting for the tension to break. Yeah. Well, I mean, we get to the the big tension moment that everyone knows. Uh, the classic, if anyone has anything to say, speak now. Forever hold your peace. Uh, a bunch of people raise their hands. But then Dexter just opens up his coat to brandish a very sharp-looking throwing axe, and uh, everyone just lowers their hands. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then Indy, she shares her vows, says Dexter is misunderstood. He's not a creep. He's a teddy bear, a caring man with a well-groomed mustache. And she starts telling a saucy story about him sneaking into her bedroom, but that kid, they cut it off and... Anyways, you understand me. I understand you. I cannot wait to spend the rest of our lives together. I love you. Big applause. The crowd. Like I said, they were respectful. They were behind this wedding. They, they were, were behind it. They were waiting. They were waiting for it. Uh, then we go to Dexter's vows. He pauses and then gives a simple thumbs up. Uh, but the priest says, that's it. No vows. Your bride just poured her heart out. And you don't have anything at all. By the way, the uh, priest so was, like, Be- was Beth Phoenix. You, uh, the officiant. No, she didn't was step Beth up Phoenix. yet. That wasn't her yet. Not yet. At first, they had a regular priest. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> this is where he goes up to Dexter. He's like, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. But then Dexter puts him in the silence. Oh, knocks this him out. was where, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets knocked out, and they're like, "Who's gonna fill in?" The crowd chants Regal, and he's like, "No." Anyways, Beth Phoenix, she steps up, like you said. To finish the job because uh, she thought ahead she's like something like this might happen so i went online i got ordained so it's official let's cut to the chase uh and then a man stands up and says did somebody say andre chase no nobody said that crowd booze him <laughs> just a weird little joke thrown in there yeah i don't, uh, I don't, I don't get that i don't know <laughs> didn't really do much uh finally beth asks indy if she takes dexter as her husband she says i do Puts the ring on Dexter. Beth then asks Dexter if he takes Indy as his wife. There's a pause. Beth says, we'll take that as a yes. But then Dexter covers the microphone. And he grabs his and says, I. And then a gasp. Like, <gasps> and then do. And then, woo! Big roar from the crowd. <laughs> his first words spoken. He gives her the ring. Beth pronounces them husband and wife. They share a passionate kiss. And he carries her off. Everything went smooth. Just a happy ending. Happy marriage. I've never seen it. Has there ever been a professional wrestling wedding that's ended <laughs> so beautifully and so matrimoniously? Yeah, it really was perfect. I mean, yeah, every nobody, nobody fucked it up. The crowd was happy. Everyone looked happy. Like, as the tension was building, I was waiting for whatever that was going to be. And as we got further and further along in the proceedings, I said, I had to say to myself, this might not be happening. Yeah, but I don't think that's a bad thing. 
And I think after we're, uh, yeah, and there was a, there was also a moment uh, maybe after right after this, we're backstage, Smash Up Champa, Braun Breaker shake hands. Because uh, yeah. I guess number one contender, you know how that shit works. <laughs> um, and our NXT, yeah, our NXT 2.0 finishes off on quite possibly the very first good ending <laughs> yeah, wedding. perfect wedding on wrestling. And a wedding that didn't end in somebody getting slammed, something getting ripped, uh, some type of uh, edible material falling on top of you, some type of inedible uh, material uh, falling on top of you. <laughs> um, all those things, yeah. Wow. And that's 2.0. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's certainly, uh, there certainly were different feels to a lot of the show, but certain things were the same as well so yeah it was like nxt 1.75 <laughs> well that's fully that's my yeah. that might just be what it all is uh and that was nxt hey can't wait till next week we'll see uh if it turns up to be uh, slightly better than dark um <laughs> let's finish off the show we only have time for one more thing and that is of course to give you um a wrestler of the week with the wrestler of the week of the week Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week. Mike, how about you kick us off on this one? All right. Well. Yeah, this one, uh, I guess it was pretty easy. The big moment, the big win, the big title match, the big E is the wrestler of the week for me. Yeah, like you said, he deserves it. He won. Uh, anytime there's a cash-in and it's successful, and we've had <clears throat> kind of a recent string of unfortunate cash-ins. There was the Otis, then the trial that went to the Miz, which was maybe more fun in retrospect than I'm thinking about. Asuka was <laughs> just sort of given the title. Before that, Bra uh, it was Brock uh, when he came in on the, at the last second, and then it was Braun Strowman who cashed in a mat, like in a planned match in Saudi. It was all a bunch of bullshit. You know how that shit goes. Yeah. No, this was a good cash in, and we got a small little match out of it. It wasn't just like boom, I hit you, boom, it's over. Exactly. We got a little bit of something. Biggie, you are the unanimous wrestler of the week. Uh, hey, but look at us, four consecutive weeks. Uh, we're sitting there on the unanimous spectrum. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good, uh, good month of wrestling. That's for sure. It really has been. And guess what? We're not even, we haven't even gone to Saudi yet. Uh, so <laughs> just wait until that. Thanks for listening, folks. Right. If you like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. We'll be back next week. Uh, hey, I think next week is episode 150. Hey, hey. Look at that. Ho, ho. Would you look at that? Okay, Mike. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Mike, you take care of yourself. Have a good one.